Welcome to another episode of Frank Mott's Weekly Thoughts. It's your boy, F. Mott. You already know. This week on the podcast, I got a solo one coming at you guys. Just going to give you a quick rundown of uh, how the past week went. I had a couple of the buddies out to Arizona. Jake came from Texas. My boy Tyler came from Colorado. And uh, we all got to hunt the desert. Today is uh, Wednesday january 27th so the month of january is winding down coming to an end out here um so this past week um i know on the last podcast i was talking to you guys about you know some of the anxiety i had about the puppies and everything else that had been going on and this past week um sunday we sent the last puppy off to their home which is uh, out and going to be in Dallas, Texas. Jake actually took it back on his drive back to Texas for me. And then um, the owner of the puppy picked it up from his house. So thanks, Jake, for doing that. I, I definitely appreciate that. I know it's a lot of work messing with these puppies, especially for a, you know, a 13-hour road trip from Arizona to Texas. So definitely grateful for you doing that. Thank you. But anyway, so this past week, man... Um, it really was a whirlwind. Um, Tyler got in town, I want to say, on the 18th, which is Monday. And then Jake came in the next day, Tuesday. I got to go down with him and uh, help him set up shop with the camper and all that shit. Stayed for a night. We got on a, actually a really nice, um, a nice tall fork and horn that very first day. We got into camp, we dropped camp, went out, and um, got after it. Just kind of went out looking for a couple animals, and we actually got, I think we got to 70 yards of this nice, tall fork and horn. We just weren't able to get a shot on him, so um, that was probably the best opportunity of the week, to be honest with you. Um, I had to come back home on Wednesday and Thursday, just to kind of help out with baby and do all that stuff. We end up going back down Friday. We we end up getting an Airbnb for the weekend down um, in Rio Rico, which is, I don't know, maybe about 30 miles north of Nogales. And you got to go through a border checkpoint and all that other stuff. But it was pretty cool, man. It's a really nice place. I would definitely stay there again. Very clean airbnb absolutely beautiful breathtaking views so that that part was pretty enjoyable it, it was hard to enjoy because you guys know 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 me you know the family we always got a lot going on so we uh we drug down four dogs um grandma watched the baby for a night and we got to hang out with the friends uh was Jake and Tyler. Tyler's girlfriend, Victoria, flew out from Colorado. She hung out for the weekend. So it was nice to just have that Airbnb to kind of just call home base. We did do a, a hunt out of that. We we hunted about four miles away from that. Some real nice, rugged coos deer country. Um, we went out with the boys and we did like a three-mile hike through some pretty rugged stuff. Um, we did turn up a couple of deer, nothing that we were able to get an opportunity at. 
I did see a nice uh, fork and horn coos deer on the hoof. Didn't have a chance to shoot at him. I was too busy out of breath hiking these mountains, man. Really steep, rugged stuff. Um, but I did during that hike. It was pretty crazy. So Jake, Tyler, Victoria, me, we all set off from the truck. Um, hiked down some steep canyons back up the other side. Um, I probably had about enough, maybe... I don't know, an hour and a half into the hike. So I, I decided, well, I'm going to go my own way, do my own thing like I always do. So they kept going. I told them I'd meet them back at the Airbnb. Jake had his uh, quad in the trailer. So I snatched the keys to the quad. I told him I'd take the quad back to the Airbnb. It was only probably about a five-mile drive. But anyway, on the hike back um, to the truck, I, um, I basically decided that I was going to hike down this really steep draw slash canyon, which is at the very bottom of the mountains. And like I said, guys, we're hunting pretty far south. We're probably about, I don't know, 25 miles, maybe north of the border. Um, so I said, all right, well, I'm going to hike, work my way back to the truck. Just got to, you know, slowly work my way back there. They're, they're going to go the other way, do their thing. So <clears throat> I started to work my way back and I'm hiking down these really steep draw slash cuts and it gets pretty creepy for a second you know i find this uh this coos deer kill i don't know what killed it probably a mountain lion or something along the lines of that nice deadhead i scooped that thing up put it in the backpack brought it home got it cleaned up and then just continued down my path down this really steep draw and as you i'm walking down i really wish i would have took some pictures for you guys but it, I was just gassed. I was tired. My legs were sore. Um, I was a little bit creeped out. So I just, I, I was kind of just booking it back to the truck. So um, hiking this really, this really, um, it's really steep walls on the sides of this canyon. Like, you know, you kind of look up the walls on either side and probably 10, 20 feet high at some points. And um, there is a little bit of water pulled up in some of these spots in the bottom of this draw. And uh, as I'm walking, I'm seeing I'm seeing all kind of tracks, man. I'm seeing human tracks. I'm seeing looks like mountain lion tracks. I'm seeing deer tracks. I'm seeing javelina tracks. And as I'm walking, I just start to see like I start to see piles of clothes. I see old dirty backpacks. Um, I see these these carpet things that um, the illegals wrap around their shoes so that uh, border patrol can't track them. I start finding all this just you know, illegal immigration trash. And so it's just like, huh, I start to like realize like, oh, this is, this must be one of the travel corridors that they use, you know, it makes sense because on the top of these, like where we parked the truck is at the very top of the mountain. And all you could just see is vast mountains and desert as far as you can see, you know, but you get down in these cuts and these low spots and you can't see anything. Like I look up and that's all I see is steep wall sides and you know what i'm saying stuff like that so it was a little bit eerie you know just making that hike because like i said i'm definitely know that illegal immigration has taken this path before just by looking at all the trash and all the footprints and you know we're pretty far out there at this point like we parked the truck four miles away from any any houses or anything like that and then we hike another you know, two or three miles deep into the mountains. So yeah, we're pretty far out there. 
And so, yeah, it was definitely a little bit intimidating hiking down those steep valleys and draws that illegal immigrants hike down, you know, you hear crazy stories down there about how, you know, some bow hunters down there in one of those Southern hunting units got ambushed and jumped by cartel and they killed him. You hear stories about border patrol being killed by illegals and, you know, it's very real. People think that, you know, Trump's talking all this big talk when he's talking about border and illegal immigration, but it actually is a very real thing, but we didn't have any issues, you know, uh, Jake and Tyler and them, they saw some of that trash too, but they never really encountered, we never encountered anyone, we never saw anything other than the trash, so that was a good thing, um, Tyler, it was Tyler's first time coming down hunting in the desert, he didn't fill his tag, so I'm hoping we'll get him back out in September, or uh, December to try to, you know, get a deer to wrap around that tag. Which I don't think would be a problem. Um, I was, we were watching Tyler shoot his bow and he was lights out. Out to like 80 yards. So next time we'll get him out and maybe we'll sit sit a few water holes. And try to play the ambush game opposed to just, you know, stalking through the desert. But either way... um. My fiance ended up coming down. Um, I want to say she came down Friday night because grandma was watching the baby. So she didn't get there till like five or 6 p.m. Um, Friday night. And then we didn't have any food at the Airbnb. So we decided to take a trip down to Walmart to get some stuff. And the closest Walmart to us was no was Nogales. And so we, we, rode, we rode down to Nogales and went to walmart which is is definitely cool you know um right there on the border you know there nogales is a a city that's on the american side and the mexican side so definitely cool to go down there and just check it out i never been that far south so it was cool to see and so the next the next day um me and the wifey kind of woke up and just enjoyed sitting out back at the airbnb looking at the views drinking our coffee um, we were going to watch the Conor McGregor fight that weekend or that night. And I had just ordered the fights and we were getting it set up at the Airbnb to watch. And we get a call from, uh, grandpa about apparently Harper, our daughter, she's got a fever and she threw up and they're taking her to the emergency room and this and that. And so fuck, we're, uh, we're kind of freaking out at this point. I had eyes already probably two Jamesons deep and was having a good time. Just started watching the prelims of the fights. And um, wifey was just about to start drinking and luckily she hadn't. So she had to pack up all her stuff and make the three hour drive back up, you know, to to Tempe to go to the ER and deal with baby and all this, this crap. So it, you know, that's really kind of just indicative of the way that our life has been lately. It's always something going on. So we're always on our toes and nothing really surprises us at this point. So, yeah, she uh, she loaded up on her little suitcase and and shot back up here. And I was down there pretty much helpless, you know, kind of worried about the baby. And I usually have pretty good faith. I know she everything's usually going to be fine in most cases and she was totally fine 
we think maybe she had a little food poisoning or something along the lines of that. Um, she had a fever the that night and a little bit of one the next day. And then that was pretty much it. She was over it. So we think maybe she just ate something bad and there's something that didn't sit right with her or something along the lines of that. And so um, wifey had to leave and come back up and I was kind of freaking out and the guys had just came back from their hunt that night and um, you know, they're getting the libations going and having a good time. And I'm kind of just anxious cause I'm not sure what's going on with my daughter, you know? So I'm just kind of, I stopped watching the fire to start cleaning up the Airbnb, just kind of getting shit ready to take off the next morning. And <clears throat> luckily most of the fights were pretty much <clears throat> trash anyway. Um, that card wasn't a really super great card. I re there was only two fights that I wanted to see. So end up paying 60 bucks to watch the, the Michael Chandler fight and the Conor McGregor fight. And I mean, those only went, I guess it was only a total of like three rounds. So anyway, we end up settling in watching the fight. Um, it was good to see Mike Chandler make his UFC debut. He fought really good. Um, he looked really good in shape, strong. He, uh, knocked out dan hooker in the first round so um i don't think i was expecting the fight to be that quick but hey i guess mike chandler is the real deal um connor the connor fight connor just looked really old you know i gotta be honest i thought uh i thought poirier looked great he looked sharp um connor looked a little bit old connor looked in great shape but you know he he just looks Looks like he's he's got his mind in other places right now, and I can't I can't blame him. You know, the guy is uh, very successful. He doesn't really need to fight anymore. I don't know if he wants to fight anymore. I think he's just kind of still caught up in his own aura and fame. But he better get his shit together because there is a lot of guys in that lightweight division and uh, that are you know bangers right now in the UFC. So. I'm I'm looking at the top five and I don't I don't even know if Connor should be in the top five or I don't think he can beat anyone in the top five. So you're looking at that lightweight division and if you want to start just uh from the bottom up and just go start off with um obviously Dustin Poirier number one, I would say, and then I say next up if for a shot is uh Charles Oliveira, Du Bronx, he looked good in his last fight. So, um, so really, really the fight, I guess I'll keep going down and list the top five, but anyway, um, you got Justin Gaethje right there. Who's ready to do something. Um, you still got Tony Ferguson and now, now you got Mike Chandler in the mix too. So I don't know who, who Connor's going to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, yeah, I don't know who Connor's going to beat, so it's looking pretty rough for him. I don't think he should be interested in any of those guys in the top five just because they're monsters. And he's he's been out of the game for quite a while now, so he just looked a little old, a little slow. I don't know that he... Uh, I don't know who he beats in that top five. So if you guys if you guys see anything different than I do, please please let me know because um watching the fights it just looks like he might have lost a step. 
maybe he's not as focused as he wants to be. You know, he's got he's got a lot going on with the whiskey and um, boxing and talking about fighting Manny Pacquiao and all this other shit. And I, I honestly, if he if he can't if he can't beat up Dustin Poirier in his own sport, I don't think that he's going to be able to stick in the ring of Manny Pacquiao. Just because uh, Manny Pacquiao's got power, and when it comes to boxing, Connor still—he's still, you know, he's not a professional boxer. He's he's UFC. So, but anyway, that that's my take on those fights um, on that lightweight division. It looks good. I'm excited for some more fights coming up this year. I'm gonna touch on some more, some more UFC stuff and <clears throat> some more fights. Sorry, guys, I got a little. I got the, the COVID-420 cough going out here tonight. I'm out here in the RV just uh, doing a little cleanup after after the trip. So, you know, we were thinking about selling this RV. And <clears throat> last last um, spring, we had a lot of interest. So we were, we were going to sell it last spring and... We had a lot of people wanting to buy it and looking at it and interested. And I wanted to use it for my deer hunt in October. And so I used it for my hunt. And then after that, we put it back up for sale. And it was just kind of like low ball offer after low ball offer. And so I decided, you know what? I'm not going to take a low ball offer for this RV. Um, I've got too many memories wrapped in it. Um, we still use it. It's not ideal for the family right now, just because how young my daughter is. But I think in the next, you know, three to five years, when she gets a little bit older and can sleep in one of the bunks by herself, the RV will be perfect for us again. So um, <clears throat> I decided not to take a lowball offer on it. We're probably going to hang on to it. Matter of fact, I took down pretty much all of my postings. We had it posted on uh, Facebook Marketplace and OfferUp and a few other places. And I had taken it down, but Elise still had it posted up for like that 14,000 range or whatever. And she hadn't realized it, but lately we've been having people hitting us up, wanting to buy it and this and that. I'm like, well, for 14, you know, that's originally what we wanted. We were talked about selling it for 14. I'd consider it, but you know, even still, I'm just like, we're, we're getting, we're thinking about jumping into this property next, not next year, but this later on this year at some point in time. Um, it never, it never hurts to just have this RV, you know, it's, it's been really good to us whenever the boys come out, it's an extra spot, an extra place for somebody to stay. So they don't have to rent a hotel or whatever. It's, it's small, but it's really got everything you need to be able to stay in it, you know, for a week or however long you want to stay. It's got a fridge, it's got a toilet, it's got a shower, it's got a stove, it's got a sink, it's got a bed, it's got everything you need, you know? <clears throat> and I, I enjoy it. It's been it's been really good to us. So it's still and it's still in it's still in pretty good shape. There's there's a little bit of wear and tear. I mean, a few dings, a few dents, a few scratches. I mean, what can I say? I, I'm hard on my shit. I like to use it. So, but um, other than that, I got I got a Havelina hunt coming up next month. I'm gonna try to make it on for at least a day or two. I don't know if I'm going to drag the RV all the way down south again for a javelina hunt. I might just drive down for a day or two and do the, do a day hunt here and there. I don't know if I'm going to 
I don't know if I'm going to take the bow or maybe I'll, I was thinking about asking my buddy if I could borrow his muzzleloader and uh, shoot one with the muzzleloader because it's a ham tag, which is handgun, archery, or muzzleloader. But I always love chasing it with the bow and shooting it with the bow, but I don't know. Maybe I'll do something different, just to, just a matter of how I feel. I definitely want to see if I can go put a day or two into it. <clears throat> but but I feel good being back home this week. Um, I just gave that last puppy to Jake on Sunday before we left out of that Airbnb. He took it to Texas. So now I'm back home with just my two German Shepherds and the little um, the little Golden Retriever we bought. And it was just perfect. You know, it's been a huge weight lifted off my shoulder. I got that, you know, that instant gratification that I was looking for. I got to pass off the puppies. I got to collect, you know, my money. So I feel good. I feel great. Um, a lot of the puppies' ears are already standing. We're getting pictures from uh, the new owners of the puppies. And they, people love their dog. You know, it's really nice to see them go to their nice, loving homes and People be super happy with them, you know, they're happy, you know, with their investment, they're happy with what they paid for the dog, that that always makes me feel good, you know, on my end, doing business with people that are happy and happy with the product that they received from me, so that's always a good thing, <clears throat> but other than that, um, my dad, I'll give you guys an update on my dad, he's been doing good, he, um, he had a doctor's appointment actually today. He didn't think that he was feeling too good. Apparently, um, he's been having kind of some um, heart heart palpitations or whatever. But apparently, that's just normal. That comes with, I guess, having having that damage done to the heart when he had that mild heart attack, and that's just kind of part of the recovery process. So, um. He's doing all right. I'll have to go check in with him when I can. Um, it feels good to have my life kind of slowly just opening back up a little bit with um, getting rid of the puppies. And now the next thing, the next step in the process is the move. Um, we're looking at getting a rental um, 30 minutes uh, north of where we live now, which is a little bit closer to my parents. So we'll do a short term, a short term rental up there. And um <clears throat> wait wait we're waiting till may to get uh pre-approved for um our home loan so hopefully around that time we'll be looking at uh may june whenever some sometimes along the, sometime along the line of that summer timeline we'll be hoping hopefully looking to get pre-approved for um the home loan and we'll be looking for properties at that point so um right now it's kind of that we're in that limbo time frame where you're just kind of purgatory where you got to just kind of wait just kind of wait and see what's going on which is perfect because we need to kind of start looking at some stuff and going up there and getting our ducks in a row so um we got time which is nice there's really no rush on our end so we feel good about it we're in a good position right now um mentally um financially working on um the physically part I've been getting back on um, eating clean, um, riding the bike, getting back out, doing my hunting, doing a little bit of hiking here and there. So trying to get back on just that whole mind, body and spirit vibe. You know what I'm saying? Trying to live healthy, a more healthy lifestyle just in general, you know, taking my vitamins, washing my hands and minding my business. 
think that's a, a good model to live by. So I just wanted to pop in and check in with you guys, keep you guys up to date on what's been going on. I'll post some, some of the photos of uh, the past week and just all the stuff that we've been kind of dealing with up, up on the, the pictures with the, sh the show notes for this podcast. But I'll get some more guests on um, coming up. Now that things are opening up a touch, we will um, hopefully get some more guests back on. I'll reach out. I'll reach out to a few people and I already got a couple of people locked in. I just got to, we got to link times. So that's, that seems to be the most hardest part about doing this podcast with other people is um, linking, linking up times. So I got my boy Jones is going to come on. He, uh, he's out in Texas doing his, um, his uh, Skip and Joanna Gaines flipping houses and um, he's got a barbecue business and a landscape business. He's he's just an entrepreneur. So I got a few things that I want to bounce off him and ask him some questions. So I'm going to get him on the podcast coming up. I got my buddy Daco is going to come on the podcast. He's doing music out in Nashville. So stick with it. FMOTS Weekly Thoughts. We ain't going nowhere. We've been a little bit busy. Um, it's been hard up for us to get the episodes out to you guys weekly like we want to, but we are still here. We're still, uh, trying to throw the content out when we can. I got ideas I got for future shows. I got guests. So, um, you guys reach out if you got any ideas, if you want to come on the podcast and talk to me about, about anything, uh, reach out and come on the podcast. So I'm always open to having people on and new guests and talking about, different perspective and things and checking in on people and see what's going on in everyone else's life. So go ahead, hit me up and um, we'll see about getting you guys on, but thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign out now and I'll holler at you guys on the flip side. Y'all stay safe. All right. Mm -hmm.